Hello, and welcome to Endpoint Management Today, the Big Fix podcast. My name is Rhonda Studnick-Heiser, and I'm the Director of Customer Experience for Big Fix. This episode is what we call a rewind, the audio-only portion of content that was originally created in another form, a webinar, conference speech, product launch, or product demonstration that we wanted to share with you here. If you would like to see the original content, you can follow the associated link in the podcast show notes. In July 2021, we launched a number of new capabilities, including BigVix Mobile. The following content was from a webinar posted by Dan Wolf, Director of Products for BigVix, along with Zane Sanderson and Matt Mangan from our technical advisor team, highlighting the exciting new capabilities in the release. We hope you enjoy this rewind. Hello, everyone. Uh, Dan Wolf here, Director of Products for BigFix. And we have a big uh, show for you today, our summer release featuring BigFix Mobile. This is a product we've been, uh, the development teams are working on for about eight months. And we're very excited to finally bring it to market. And to help us do that today, I've got Matt Mangan, our Senior Technical Advisor, to help uh, present and demonstrate some of BigFix. Also, Zane Sanderson, a Technical Advisor, Coming all the way from down under, uh, presenting from uh, from Sydney, I believe. And uh, so the three of us want to give you a, a good technical overview of of what we're uh, delivering or what what we did deliver on Tuesday of this week, and um, and hope you you enjoy it and, and adopt it uh, very quickly. So we're going to cover uh, an overview of the release uh, and several key features: mobile encryption, key management, query builder, table integration multi-cloud and PowerShell and much more. So what's included in all products? So if you're a big fix customer, you, you're gonna, no matter what version you have, you're gonna see PowerShell integration. This is the number one requested feature by our customers in our requirements enhancement area, uh, request area. Um, new multi-cloud management techniques. Uh, we, we first shipped this capability in March of last year and, and customers loved it and they wanted more. So we're really helping, helping you obfuscate all the uh, technical details of each individual cloud, be able to manage your cloud endpoints from one single system and one single methodology. Also, uh, we've made it much easier to understand your license usage. Many of our customers have multiple products. They want to know at a glance their usage versus entitlement. And this is a great tool we're going to show you in a minute. Problem most significantly is, is um, the UI and the user experience. We've modernized several different areas in um, in Big Fix, in uh, what we call the web UI, um, so so uh, th- these are all meant to make you more productive and be able to work faster. Included in lifecycle and compliance is a new intelligent query builder. So this is a you know simplified method to, that so that someone with no Big Fix skills, no no relevance or automation language skills can actually uh, build uh, pretty sophisticated queries uh, to to um, inquire about elements of their environment. We're also uh, announcing integration with Tenable IO. Uh, when we when we launched our Tenable integration with, with insights for vulnerability remediation in April, it was with uh, Tenable SC. Now we've added Tenable IO, their their SaaS product, as well as Lumen uh, for additional risk factors and additional prioritization insights uh, into BigFix. Another high demand feature was encryption and key management for laptops. So uh, this. I think frees a lot of our customers from having to have a separate third-party tool just to do this. So now you can do a very essential day-to-day capability um, built into lifecycle compliance. 
But the, the theme of release is uh, Big Fix Mobile, so essential management, core management capabilities for iOS, iPadOS, and Android devices. The problem we saw in our investigation into, into this mobile space was that it was siloed. There's too many silos of you know, mobile device, mobile management teams who were created because it was a separate product, because it was all that was available. These first generation tools were available. They had to set up a different team with a different skill set, each with their own people, processes, and tools. Separate generally from desktop and laptop management, as well as server and data center, and cloud management, each each with their own silos and people and processes. So uh, IDC surveyed customers in what did they want to get out of a unified endpoint management solution. And the response was pretty interesting. It wasn't, hey, I needed some new feature, or I needed a lower price, or this or that. It was, we need to streamline our client mobile management stack. 42% wanted to reduce the number of management software tools. Uh, They wanted fewer tools, and and then 41% wanted to have a single security management policy and process across all devices. So these are the top three uh, goals that they had in moving to UEM solution. And with BigFix, we we provide this solution not just across mobile and desktop and laptops, but across server and and data center and cloud as well, with a single set of people and skills, a single process and, and a single tool and solution. So how we defined it, uh, we worked with over 300 customers in the, in the process of defining this to really understand what the core capabilities were that they needed so that we came out of the gate you know, solving the majority of problems that customers have. Uh, many people have purchased these first-generation mobile tools to simply enroll, enroll phones, maybe do a little security, and manage Office 365. So what this did is it created a new silo and a lot of unused features and hence the need to consolidate tools that customer surveys show us. So, so top issues, consolidate teams, tools, and processes. And so I think we've done a great job. We hope you, hope you agree that this tool hits, this new tool hits the market. So this is the top level capabilities that uh, Zane is going to show you. Enrollment, a BYOD with zero touch, uh, being able to manage devices, including uh, we have you know, integration with App Store, as well as managing you know, the hundreds of configuration settings that are available with the MDM APIs. And security, a basic function requirement that people need, setting passcode policies, restrictions, blacklisting, whitelisting, camera camera settings, and more. And then in service, you know, end users are always losing devices. You know, how do you remotely white lock lost or stolen, stolen devices and providing on-screen messaging so it can be returned? And then finally, retire. If an employee leaves, how do you decommission those, those corporate apps with their sensitive data? So with that set up, I'm going to switch over to our demonstrations. So I'm going to hand it off uh, to Zane to show you the real thing. What are you, Zane? Thanks very much. So... Uh, we're going to go through some demos, but first we're going to uh, talk to some of the new features that we have here. So I'm going to get Matt to uh, walk through the first three of, of our our new enhancements that we've brought through with this uh, big big summer release. So Matt, do you want to take it yeah. away? Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you, Zane. Thank you, Dan. So the first uh, new feature that I'm going to talk about today uh, and one of the you know, more exciting features that we have uh, is is 
the ability to manage disk encryption and key management of your laptops, uh, Windows 10, Mac OS devices. We have, you know, customers have reached out, they've talked to us, you know, they're, they're saying a lot of MDM solutions do not do enough. They want to stop paying extra for the, the other tools. Uh, and they're, you know, help desk is spending way too much time. So time, money, functionality, three big customer pain points. We've given you that ability to manage all of that within Big Fix Modern Client Management. Uh, this new feature does allow you to centrally manage, as I mentioned before, uh, Windows 10 and Mac OS uh, encryption uh, natively through BitLocker and FileVault. If you have uh, questions about this, please let us know. Uh, we may dive into some of this in the uh, physical demonstration. Uh, but let's go ahead to the next. All right. So Dan Wolf already mentioned this earlier. Um, new features within our multi-cloud management uh, offering. We now have uh, cloud-aware patching compliance and inventory. Uh, there's a new server-aware uh, based grouping correlation that we've added. Outside of that, and, and I think this is something a lot of a lot of our customers have been asking for, and you know, specifically with AIF, AWS, uh, we've brought in IAM role support. Um, you can take advantage of those roles to perform uh, discovery and management, thus adding uh, some further flexibility, and it also reduces overhead in the management of credentials for your AWS uh, endpoints. When it comes to uh, Google Cloud, uh, we've added a multi-project service account support for GCP. You can take advantage of uh, multi-project service accounts to more easily discover uh, the cloud instances associated to different projects. Uh, so that will all be managed by one single service account that can be set up within multi-cloud management. And the last thing I uh, really want to touch on here is uh, well, two, two more things. You know, uh, first one is uh, we have improved the performance and scalability of a single uh, plugin portal instance. Uh, you now can support up to 50,000 endpoints per plugin portal. Last thing I want to touch on when it comes to multi-cloud management is the simplified action targeting uh, and correlation. You can create computer groups now based off of properties retrieved by the Big Fix agent and also properties retrieved by the plugin portal. So think of properties within you know, Google Cloud or AWS. And that does, it really streamlines and, and simplifies uh, the targeting of actions. Specifically for our web UI, uh, we've had a lot of people ask us about parity between you know, our, our console take action dialogue and our web UI take action dialogue. We've, we've listened and we've uh, produced 
And we now have uh, almost one-to-one parity when it comes to uh, the take action options. So we give you the ability to do the same sort of things you would do when you take action on a patch or a, or a fixlet or a baseline within the console. So think of you know start time, end time, post action, pre uh, pre action tasks, etc. So um, we will touch on this on, in the web UI uh, when we get into the physical demo. So Zane, if you would like to discuss this all new intelligent query builder. Thanks, Matt. So as Dan touched on right at the start, so this really is a new functional enhancement for newer um, big fix personnel to actually you know, reduce their learning curve. So they can now build relevance using a web interface where they can pick the inspector that big fix uses under the covers and the properties the big fix uses on those inspectors and build out their relevance. So whether it be they want to inspect a file and the lines of that file and drag back a certain element within that, or they want to look for all running applications on a particular machine or how many machines are running Notepad to be able to shut them down. So this really enhances the capability that and the scalability of, of new users to be able to um, reduce the learning curve that they have um, when they're trying to get started with Big Fix. And, you know, even for advanced people and users, um, it really is much easier and simple just to click a few boxes, drill down through the inspectors and build out your single condition or multi-condition relevance. We also have um, a, a find relevance there. So, um, as you know, you know, Big Fix is built on relevance for all its tasks, fixlets, and analysis. So there is a, a plethora of, of relevant statements built within the product. So you can actually search each site using the Find Relevance uh, tab. So you can search for different relevant statements. You might just want to find uh, a particular section. So you can you know, copy those and steal those and build out your relevance all directly within the web UI interface. You don't need to switch to any other app. And then and one of our number one asks that clients uh, have been asking for is native PowerShell integration. You know, we've had uh, SH integration, which is used for your Unix systems, but we now have native PowerShell integration. So a lot of system admins out there have, uh, you know, a large number of PowerShell scripts they would have used for logon scripts or for deployment packages and things. Now we have straight within the create fix little task, we can you know, change the script type to PowerShell and you can paste your PowerShell uh, content and script directly in there. So no more having to escape the start of quotes when embedding PowerShell script in a big fix action script. So this is available uh, in all product categories as Dan mentioned beforehand. Uh, so it really, does help system admins. As you know, um, PowerShell has become the de facto standard for Windows environments taking over from, from uh, VBScript. So this has been a, a long time coming, but you know it's a great enhancement for our, our customers. Another one that um, is more of a, a visual update, but pretty significant in feedback to our clients in that we have updated the um, license overview dashboard 
So it highlights uh, your different products and, and the state of those different licenses for those products or so whether they're expiring, whether they're in a grace period, so they'll be expiring, you know, within the next 180 days or, or whether they have expired and what type of license entitlement they are for, um, whether it's a perpetual or a term license and your quantity that you have uh, available for that. Uh, whether it's you know a thousand client licenses for life cycle, or you've got five hundred MBS for patch, etc. So this helps your big fix administrators stay on top of their license entitlement count and, and making sure that they are licensed for uh, the particular product and that they've got everything valid. So that's what we've got for the slide. So I'm going to jump into a, a quick uh, presentation and go through some of these new features that we have available. So uh, the first thing we'll probably do is look at um, the, the new license dashboard, seeing as though we just spoke about that. So uh, what we have here is this is one of our environments that we have uh, available to us. So you can see here, uh, we're under the license overview page here, and this is our new license dashboard showing us what the, you know, ingrace status is for our big fix insights, you know, our new mobile um, module, you know, we've got a valid license for that. So this has really modernized the interface. We have tabs up the top here to switch between our, our different modules that we have to see, you know, what sites you want to enable within those. Um, and we also have a, a device subscription product breakdown here. So you can see your entitlement of how many clients you're, you're av there's available for your entitlement and how many are actually being used per each classification, whether it's an MBS, RVU, a uh, client or, or a mobile. So it really does, um, make it easier and more simple. So you still have the same functionality. You don't need to scroll a lengthy page anymore. You can switch over to your tabs, see what, what sites are enabled, um, and then you can enable sites um, that haven't been enabled before. So it really does um, simplify and, and monetize uh, everything the, that we've got to offer for, for licenses and for our admins to manage their licenses. So the next one uh, that I wanted to go through is our, our query builder. So again, uh, this is uh, the Big Fix web UI. So in here we have the query app, but what we, we now have new is uh, the build relevance. So this is where we can drill down just by the single click of a button and look for an application. Uh, we wanna look for a Windows application. Um, we want to look for a running application and we'll look for its name. So you can see here, it actually builds out the relevance down here and this is the preview. But up here in the filters, we can actually, you know, apply a single or multiple condition filter. Uh, so we might want to look for a particular name that contains uh, Notepad. So if we apply that, it'll generate this relevant statement for us. Uh, so we can then copy that relevant statement and we can actually run that on our target systems using our query that we've had um, in here. So we can find, um, let's pick on a, a Windows 10 device that I've got here um, and then we can run that query. So again, this is uses the query channel 
uses the big fix agent single port out to the endpoint, runs that query, uh, and then we'll return the result. So we can see here that you know that box is indeed at the moment running notepad.exe. Uh, so if we actually switch over to that machine, we can see that it is actually running notepad.exe. Notepad's open and it's got a node up there. So you know that's the power of, of the query tool. But as I mentioned, you can use the find um, relevant statements. So you can search for different properties and type in a keyword um, and search for it. And it will actually go query all those and find these. So you can then use these relevant statements to build out um, your relevance. The one that we really want to show is um, our, our BigFix Mobile. Uh, so BigFix Mobile is, as Dan mentioned, our, our new release uh, for this month. So um, I'm just going to switch here to um, our BigFix Mobile instance that we have here. So this comes under the uh, MCM. Uh, so it's, it's for a modern client management, you know, BigFix modern so here we have our updated modern client management dashboard with our notifications so we can quickly at a glance see uh, with a security focus what is happening within our, our environment so we can see our non-reporting endpoints we can see endpoints that um, haven't reported in a very long time so our stale endpoints um, and we can also see actions that are succeeding or failing and if there's a platform issue, they'll show up here in this notification section. So we can quickly drill down between these uh, and take action on them, or we can collapse them once we've done with them. And then we have our tiles notification here where we have, again, this focus on securing your corporate assets and enhancing them, making sure they've got full disk encryption, making sure they've got the latest operating system, um, making sure that they've got a passcode. So with specific for mobiles, you want to make sure that they're you know protected um, and that your corporate data is protected there. So we can drill down on those and find devices that don't have a passcode. Um, so that's one of the things that you might want. So again, we've got you know people familiar will, will notice our, our normal interface to where we can you know search for a particular uh, device. And if it helps, if I can spell my name correctly. So we can see here that uh, you know my iPhone that I have here doesn't have a passcode. So you know I can drill down into that device and see the stats uh, for that particular device, or um, and see what operating system versions it's running. So um, once this loads, we can see here that it's definitely an iOS device, and we can get stats and what the last reported time, or we can take action on it. But if we go back. Uh, back a screen, um, we can actually do that direct from the screen as well. So we can select that device and, and up will pop you know, the, the actions pane. So where we can take action, deploy, administer and configure. So we can actually deploy uh, an MDM policy, a mobile device management policy to that endpoint. So we're in the you know, passcodes without a policy. We know it doesn't have a policy on it. So this is where we can deploy that policy to it and uh, apply a passcode policy. So you, this takes us to the deploy policy, automatically adds that device because we have added it. Then we can you know, pick our policy and we can filter using you know, the refine my results. So we can filter it down on passcode policy. 
we know this is an iOS device, so we want to pick the iPad and iOS passcode policy that we have for our corporation here. So we can click deploy that and we can click deploy. This will then go and launch that action, right? And it will give us the deployment screen. And we can see not reported here. And if we switch over, so this is actually um, a set of mobile devices that I have here with me. Uh, so we've got all these mobiles here. We've got uh, uh, an Android and we've got an iOS device here and another Android here. So that policy is actually deploying out now through the network. And you can see, bam, it's got that passcode policy. So it's prompting me to set a passcode policy. So this is how quickly we can take action on these devices. So this instance of Big Fix is in AWS in the US somewhere, and my device is sitting on my desk down here in Australia. So within less than 30 seconds, we've been able to take action on that device and set a passcode policy on that. So now that's going to keep annoying me for you know, 60 minutes until you know I set a passcode policy on that particular device. So the next, um, you'll see here, once we switch back to this, you'll see that it's actually reported up now as fixed. So it knows that it's got that passcode policy on there. It knows it's fixed it. Uh, so we can actually see um, the results happening pretty much in near real time. So that, you know, just seeing passcode policies is not the, the entire thing that we have within this. So you know, that's how we can affect a single device. But what if we wanted to, uh, say, lock a device or, or do multiple devices. So back in our, our management pane, we can go and, you know, perform a mobile mobile device management action. So we can click on take MDM action. And in here, we have the updated interface with icons now that tell you at a glance what um, operating system each particular action affects. So we can see here, we can wipe a device across a range of devices, you know, Windows 10 enrollments only Windows 10, or we can actually, you know, go and lock a device. So, you know, someone's lost their device and we, we need to lock that. So we can actually go up to here and uh, search for our device or, you know, define it down here um, using the results by Android. So we can actually see, um, and we're going to pick on, again, another one of my devices that I have sitting here on my desk. Um, and we can deploy uh, a lock uh, to that device. So again, if we quickly switch over, because sometimes this happens very quickly, we can see that that device is up and running and you know the screen's displaying, et cetera, and bam, uh, everything's just gone black. You know, it's received that passcode, that lock policy, and it's actually gone and locked the device. So now it's going to ask us to, to authenticate with uh, our super secret uh, password here. So you can see that, you know, that's how quickly uh, we can affect a particular device. Again, you know, from the other side of the world, um, here I have my devices here. And again, we look back here and it's report is fixed. So that's how we can do that on a range of devices um, that we might have within our suite. Or, um, you know, how do we create those policies? How do we deploy applications to uh, a particular uh, suite of users? So, you know, we've got passcodes on here, but what about apps? Um, so we, we again can, you know, jump to and, you know, our menu, jump to menu and we can go and uh, configure. So we have to configure the app store association 
for those particular uh, applications. So up here in our configure, we have got set up app store associations for so for our, our mobile device management team that you might have within your, they can go in here and set up those associations, you know, put in their app name and their, their com bundle ID, et cetera. Um, so here is where you can define what operating system is and what application. So you see, you can see we've got a bunch of applications ranging from uh, iOS to, to Android devices. Um, and there are a couple of differences between them for Android devices. You just require the the, com, the, the bundle ID or the com bundle ID. Uh, for iOS devices, you re require both the store ID and, and the bundle ID to be able to do that. So you can we can use the actual web stores to get that. So you know for um, Android, we can you know go to the the Play Store and we can look for uh powerpoint let's say and we want to grab powerpoint so we can see here that our powerpoint com bundle id is is powerpoint you know com.microsoft.office.powerpoint so we can go back here and and set up that association microsoft powerpoint and we enter that enter our bundle id and we can save that so that's just basically set up that associ association but we it looks like we've already got that one uh, listed in here. So it already exists in here down the bottom. So we can set up that association or if it hasn't done it with uh, Microsoft out, um, sorry, with uh, iOS, it's a little bit more tricky. So you can go to the um, app store, so apps.apple.com and you can search for your app and it'll return your ID, right? So that's the, the store ID that it comes back with. Um, but to get the com bundle ID, there's a few different ways you can do it. One of the easiest is to use the iTunes API um, and you can look up the actual uh, iTunes ID. And then you can, uh, it'll report back uh, information and, and in, a, in a text file. So you can then open that text file up. Uh, and if we switch over to our, our text file that just opened here, we can see here it gives us back a multitude of information. But the, the one that we're after down here is our bundle ID down the bottom here. So that's where we can get uh, our bundle ID. So we know that it is Microsoft.Office.Outlook. So we can see pretty quickly uh, at a glance exactly um, what ones we have and what we can set up our association. So once we've got our apps in there, we can then want to uh, deploy them or create a policy uh, to deploy those. So um, we can go and jump to our policies and we can then create those particular policies. So whether it be a, a restrictions policy, so you wanna turn on certain features on the device or block certain features on the device, uh, whether you wanna put in a passcode policy or whether it wants to be uh, an app policy. So we can create different ranges of policies and we can actually, you know, uh, filter down again and refine those results down by what type of policy that you want to actually deploy and what you don't what you don't want to deploy. So for for Android devices, um, we have to deploy those policies in a bundle, right? So we're in a group. So we can create actually a, a policy group, which is a collections of collection of policies that will actually deploy uh, down to that device. So you can see here we've got a number of different ones here. Um, that we can create. So for uh, Android, 
uh, again, we can create a bundle ID. You can see here we've got different um, policies here. So we've got our standard application policy, our Android passcode policy, and our restrictions policy. So we can add a combination of, of these in here and deploy that as, as one particular set of group um, to a particular machine. So we can go ahead and deploy this uh, to one of our, our devices that we have here. So it's as simple as you know selecting that and then going deploy uh, um, group action. So we can go and you know pick on one of the, again one of these machines that we have sitting on my desk here. Uh, so we'll bring that one up here. We can again search for it, um, find the device in question that we're going to target or target a group of devices, uh, and then we can deploy that. So once we, we kick the deploy, that'll send it off to the MDM plugin portal and now initiate our APNS or Google Cloud notification actually out to that device. So what we have here is this is the device that we have. Uh, so you can see here, there's, there's no actual apps on here at all. This is just a, a default enrolled device. So nothing else is happening with that device. We've just, I've just enrolled it uh, previously and you know, it's sitting there waiting for that. So we'll again see shortly. So you can see here, request Uber a ride has started download. So it's actually got that, um, you know, this is my own personal device. So, you know, we've got all these different notifications coming up and uh, clicking to certain things. So you can see here now that it will start to download applications and install these applications on this device because we've actually um, asked it to go and do that. So that that's how quickly it can affect. So soon these will actually show up. So while we're waiting for those to show up and, and it's deploying down, it's well, how does the user actually enroll um, their device? So you can see here, it's now deployed Uber and it'll, it'll continue to deploy the rest of those devices as well as apply the restrictions that we've had. So over here on the left, we've got another device. You'll see here that uh, this device isn't enrolled. So it doesn't have a work profile. It doesn't have anything like that. But you know, by emailing out to the end user a link or getting them to go to a web page, we can quickly uh, open up uh, a website and they can authenticate with their their credentials for that corporation and actually log in. Right, so this will then step them through the the Android uh, work profile enrollment. So here it'll actually go and enroll the device. So it'll start setting up the work profile, asking them for the terms and conditions. So. You know, it's it's a light touch, just clicking a few buttons and this will start enrolling them. And then our policy for BYOD will come down because this is an over-the-air enrollment for, for a bring-your-own device. It's not a corporate enrollment. So our default policy that's applied to our BYOD users will then uh, come up and it'll start registering. So, um, you know, this is an emulated device. It, you know, it will take a minute or two to actually do that. But if it was a physical device, it would start going through its motions and it'd be done and, and ready to done go. So look, that's just quickly um, how we can do uh, the mobile stuff. So one other feature that we, we have um, available is um, our um, new uh, 
PowerShell integration. So this is one of the main uh, things that people have been, you know, asking for and wanting for a while. So what we can, you know, quickly do here is we can uh, go and, you know, take an action. So if you've got an existing script that you want to do and, you, you know, want to uh, set uh, the wallpaper or, you know, do some random things that you've done previously and you've got this whole suite of applications, you, you know, we can um, set a new uh, action here. So we'll just create a, you know, a, a custom action here and run PowerShell script. So we can go and grab a, a script that we've uh, got previously. So here's just a, a simple script that I've got in my archive of scripts. Uh, so we can then grab that and, and go over to here. And again, we'll, we'll pick on you know a Windows 10 device that we had before that had Notepad up. So over in our action script menu, this is um, you know as simple as it is now. You change from action script uh, to PowerShell and you can enter your PowerShell details here. So this is just a simple PowerShell script that goes and creates a notepad link on the desktop. So we quickly, you know, we can kick that off and then uh, we can again uh, switch over to our device. Here, this is the notepad one that we had before. Uh, so you can see, bam, it's already run and it's put a notepad on, on our desktop. So, um, you know, native PowerShell, running under Bitfix. You don't need to encapsulate it in ActionScript uh, or anything like that. So that's how um, powerful, you know, that can become. You know, everyone's got these PowerShell scripts that they want to use. So um, I hope that gives you, you know, a quick uh, overview. There's a lot more to go through on a deep dive and we can definitely help anyone that wants to reach out and, and go through that um, and have a look at uh, those particular modules uh, in depth. Excellent, Zane. Thank you for that. And with that said, I'm going to hand it right back over to uh, Dan Wolf. Yeah, uh, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks, Zane. Uh, excellent demonstration. I will answer a couple of questions that are coming in through chat. You know, what version of Big Fix is this available in? Big Fix Mobile is available as of Tuesday. It you must be on um, Big Fix 10.0.4, which is the platform release, which also released on Tuesday as well. So, so how do you get it? Uh, as I mentioned, 10.0.4, uh, and there's, there's a challenge just uh, understanding all the great capability that we have, you know, what's for laptops versus mobile phones. And so if you are a compliance or lifecycle customer, you've got all you need for your laptops, our modern client management feature set, which manages Windows 10 and Mac OS is, a, is an integral part, an entitled part of the compliance and lifecycle suite. Okay, so if you get up to 10.0.4, you've got all this new capability, especially the new um, device encryption and key management, uh, as well as passcode policies, restriction policies, and certificate management and things like that. For iOS, iPad OS, and Android, Big Fix Mobile is required as a separate purchase. We price this very aggressively uh, to make it easy to add on to an existing uh, Big Fix team to help you consolidate uh, your tools across your organization and consolidate your processes uh, that you have going on. So what I would encourage you to do, if you, if you want to know more, you want to get your own demonstration, just uh, contact your Big Fix um, partner, your Big Fix uh, salesperson, we call product specialists, or reach out to us on bigfix.com and just uh, right on the homepage, it says uh, request a demo, and we'll get back to you ASAP. 
So another advantage we have here um, in the marketplace, I believe, is you know, coming at the unified endpoint management market the way we are, starting with uh, our powerful agent-based capability, which you know and love across servers, cloud, uh, desktops, and so forth. But then by adding this MDM API capability, you've got the power of what we call co-management. So you can do key things with um, the agent uh, and uh, other more lightweight things with the MDM APIs that are, that are provided. So an example of that is, this, well, one of the things with, with the agent is you can enforce things. With APIs, you can't really enforce. You can request, but you can't, you know, force a customer to change your, uh, to change um, a passcode or, or to reboot to em employ encryption, for example. So it's really gives you the best of both worlds to use in a very flexible manner for, for the needs that you have. And so we think this is along with simply, you know, having more operating systems under management than any other vendor, you know, no one has this kind of co-managed capability in quite the way that, that we do. So another advantage for the big fix method. Uh, only big fix offers uh, this automated management across all your endpoints, you know, enrollment, configuration, remediation, advanced analytics with our insights data analytics platform, which we're really excited about about, by the way, and hopefully you all got a chance to, to check that out. Unified operations. Many customers are paying for your features, actually a lot of money for features they don't use. Now you've got a single solution for every device, now including mobile. And extend your security. You know, mobile, mobile devices more and more house very sensitive business critical information. They're more freely used, distributed, easy to lose. Uh, so it's very important that that you as, as the IT operations team running critical functions inside your company, you're now able to secure these devices against threats, data loss, and increase your compliance. And then finally is the big fix team can help. You know, we can help you, you know, quantify your needs versus what, what uh, we, we can provide. You can get a, a demonstration. We'd be happy to do this. We also have a nice, for, for justification purposes, we have a nice TCO calculator that we can plug in, you know, what you're spending now on uh, overall tools and, and then what, what the payoff could be for moving to a big fix based solution, including big fix mobile. So that's, that's it uh, for today. We will be uh, reaching out to attendees of this uh, with a simple email. We love this uh, schedule a dem demonstration uh, with you and uh, to answer more of your questions. So with that, um, we'll bid adieu. And thanks again for Zane and Matt for supporting this uh, demonstration. So thank you all very much for being Big Fix customers and uh, have a great day. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope you found this content valuable. Remember to check the show notes if you want to see the content in its original video form. Endpoint Management Today is the brainchild of James Stewart and Rhonda Student at Kaiser. Our podcast is inexpertly edited by James and Rhonda. Original music from Dan Corcoran, Big Fix Specialist.